0: come to terms with it I've figured out the reason I've discovered why I'm not successful to the level I thought I would be as a child uh,
1: three reasons uh, specifically that I've discovered Here's a guess children don't know any better so you know you had your crazy fantasies all at a whack and Correct. not even Okay good 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 uh,
0: That's a big one but that's not one of the main three reasons these are three actual reasons that I can compare to three men who as a child i idealized and looked up to okay. as a young boy i got in a lot of trouble and a way to get out of trouble was i had some teachers who discovered i was really fond of history so if i did my homework and behaved i was allowed to read older books books for kids of an older grade about history and stuff like that and i became fascinated with three figures As a lot of little boys do that love running around with slingshots and playing war in the mud in their backyard and whatnot. Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, and Napoleon Bonaparte. Three figures that as a little kid I wanted to emulate and be when I grew up. And I have a lot of stuff in common with them. Okay. Number one, egomaniac. (laughs) Number two... You're great. (laughs) I'm great. Uh, This doesn't apply to Alexander, but born into a lower class. Uh, Napoleon in Corsica had a bit of nobility with his family, but not much. Uh, Caesar was born with nobility, but his family had squandered all the money by then. Uh, Political maneuvering. They were all good at machinations behind the scenes of doing things. Mm. I fancy that, too. And writing your own history, your own version of events. Or at least making sure when you do something... It's known that you've done something—all kind of things that they've used to maneuver their way into being greats on the battlefield and great leaders of state. Okay. However, I've discovered the three reasons I did not turn into Alexander the Great, Julius Caesar, or Napoleon. Well, you didn't join any sort of military. Okay. Four reasons. Number one. Uh, yeah. There you go. Never joined the military. There you go. You're welcome. Uh, Proud number of that. two. All these dudes didn't sleep much, and they were notorious for getting up really early. Always up early. Okay. I never. I don't do that. I love love no. to sleep in. No, so. oh, you go to sleep uh, when
1: you go to sleep when they're waking up. Exactly. <laughs> Four a.m. <laughs> that might be
0: beneficial. Until then, I'm asleep all day during the battle. Uh, next one. Um, They all had photographic memories. They had such great um, memorization and detail that when scouts would come back to them with maps and details, they were able to hold and reprocess that. I have to constantly look how to spell a word or a number to type it into a phone. Very bad. So I I do not have a photographic Uh, memory. That's two. The third one, and probably the most important... Uh, all three of these dudes excelled at math. They were all very, very good at math, especially Napoleon, who was an artillery officer. Turns out, if uh, you're going to be a military genius, math is. Uh, math helps. Kind of important. A lot. Yeah, unfortunately, uh, those three dudes are all dead.
1: Yeah, and, yeah, uh, you're still uh, here.
0: Yeah, uh, Napoleon exiled to an island where he had to be a gardener. <laughs> uh, Caesar killed by his own friends. Eight, kind eight eight of two
1: Brutus. Uh,
0: Alexander the Great mysteriously died. Alexander the Dead. Exactly. <laughs> um, they think it might have been a combination of alcoholism, sickness, or poison. <gasps> Who knows? Uh, but they're all dead, and I'm here on the radio, and they're not. So. Who's the success now, bitch? Now I just need a statue. Happy Veterans Day! That's right, Happy Veterans Day. Today is Veterans Day. And why today of all days, you ask? Because it'd be a lot more fun right in the middle of the summer, wouldn't it? teamed up with 4th of July, close to Memorial Day, it we would. could pop some fireworks, but the reason we celebrate Veterans Day today, not only to honor all those, uh, our military veterans who served in the United States Armed Forces, but it actually uh, coincides with Armistice Day at the end of World War One, when significant hostilities ceased on, according to legend the history on the 11th hour of the 11th day of the 11th month Whoa. in 1911 that's significant what did I get wrong out of there, though? Uh, it was 1911? Yeah, it was 1918. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, it would be cool if it was 1911, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Uh, but that's when the Armistice with Germany took effect, uh, essentially ending it. Uh, it was celebrated as Armistice Day for a long time and then evolved in 1954 into what we celebrate today, Veterans Day. And, great news, veterans and even active military, uh, you get some discounts today. Uh, a lot of places offering from 10 to 20 to more percent off. Uh. I I think you just have to show your military ID card and say, hey, I'm a veteran. Uh, Let me have this uh, Frosty for free. Yeah. Yeah, so go ahead and check out all those Mm -hmm. deals, plus all weekend long, different stuff like that. So there you go. little history of how Veterans Day came to be and why we celebrate
2: it on 11-11. Let me introduce you to a little thing called Kane's Jawbone. And now it's time for Emily's
1: Social Cues.
2: And this you on the radio
0: social cues and if it's on the internet trending we're gonna talk about it because radio steals content from there
2: <laughs> yes right? this is specifically i've known about this book for a while but i saw a post about it on tiktok and time's a ticking because uh this is actually uh, going to be over with pretty soon so kane's jawbone is a murder mystery puzzle book written by edward po- powies mathers um, And it was published in 1934. So
0: puzzle books are turned to page 13 if you want to do this, turn to page 12 if you want to do this.
2: Yes, except for... I had
0: one of those for a Mario Brothers book. This is Man, considered yeah,
2: to be one of the most challenging puzzle books out there because every single page is out of order. Um, and there are about a hundred pages and basically yeah. you're supposed to, oh you, yeah, I know. That's why I was so excited to tell you about this because I know that you're going to hyper fixate on this and try to finish I it. I have an art
0: show idea that I want to pitch to you guys. Oh,
2: I'm, I'm so excited. Um, so basically to solve the puzzle, you, the reader has to d- determine the correct order of the pages Ooh. and also the names of the murderers and the victims in the story. And that's how you win. There are. There's only been a few people that have won and um, that have completed this book. And remember, it was published in 1934, and I think yeah. there's only been like four winners.
0: That sounds fun if I had time. But. Oh, sh- this but fiance would be good at this. Yes, you guys should work together. She's great. She found her biological mom on the internet. Yeah. Oh, yes. It was
1: easy. Yes. Awesome. You got to get this book for her for
2: y'all. Um, especially, together. but you need to do it soon because...
0: Ah, doing it right now. Okay,
2: okay because <laughs> if you do solve the uh, mystery, you put all the pages together, you figure out the murders and the names of the victims, then you will win, I believe it's 350 U.S. dollars, but oh. you have to finish it by, I think it was December, give me a second, I know exactly, it was, I think you have to finish it by like this December, okay. um, and so we'll the time weeks. is a ticking, and there's a girl on TikTok that is determined to finishing it, and that is exactly where I got this from, so uh, for $350, do you think that she will be able to finish this book in two months? Let me Let me so. have her explain more about the book, because yes, she's okay, a okay. professional first, so Here we go. My toxic trait is thinking that I'm going to be the fifth person in history to solve the murder in this book. Kane's Jawbone is a 1934 murder mystery where every single page is printed intentionally out of order. But the thing is, if you can solve all six murders, if you can name the six people by name who die in this book and who murdered them and put all 100 pages in the correct order by December 31st you'll win $350 but like be warned supposedly only 4 people like have ever been confirmed to have solved to have solved it so yep
0: Okay, three hundred fifty bucks. That is. It's, not it's a really lot. nothing. Well, I mean, also it's because, is this like Powerball rules? It goes up if no one does it by December.
2: Well, uh, it's because it originally was published in nineteen thirty four, so that was a lot of money back then. Um, and I think originally, like, you could win a prize of a thousand pounds. I don't know how much that is in U.S. dollars. Um, it's like back uh, in 19- It's like
0: seven. It's uh, eight seventy five.
2: Yes. Um so that's how much you could originally win back in 1934 but I believe somebody already won that $1000 and so pounds. now sorry 1000 pounds pounds so now they're giving away um the prize for $250 Oh wait, I'm dumb. $350.
0: Pounds are worth more than dollars so that means it would be like well, not now. The pound is
2: going down like no, crazy I think right the now, pounds,
0: right? That, that's not the point of this. Anyways, CJ, Shut the point
2: up. is, do you think you could solve it, CJ? No. And I have I lit a fire under your booty I get about bored this with
0: stuff. You'd um, get
2: too bored with this?
0: Yeah, I'd get bored. My fiance though, it
1: seems she. She seems like she's into it. You yes. guys need to get a cork board so you can take all the pages and put them all up there on and the cork board. And that's what people board, do. And you start getting Will that you... red string and placing them all together. Will you order two of these for me on do you have Amazon Prime? Yeah,
2: they're 1037 on Amazon. I'll Venmo
0: you, because you, yeah. I can't do it on my fiance's you Prime. you want the spiral bound
2: or the paperback?
0: <laughs> Ooh, what should I do?
2: Well, I would say paperback. Okay, everybody give me, goes. Give me two everybody goes paperback. All right. paperback. There
0: you go. It's called... Uh, Kane's Kane's chicken. jawbone. <laughs> no,
2: Kane's jawbone. Oh. And let me know. Tweet at me if you ever solve it. You have until December 31st of 2022. Oh, to Wikipedia I go. No, no, don't cheat.
0: Order up.
3: Matt Bearden's back on the mend and he's here for Parent Pickup. Yeah, you know, I've been out a little bit uh, off and on this week, a little sick. I have my kids, I have my kids every weekend, but uh, my wife is out of town, so I am exclusively uh, single dad, Mr. Mom, this weekend. And my kids were saying, hey, let's do something, because the cold is coming in, we can watch a movie or something. My kids are sort of diametrically opposed when it comes to diets, but it got me thinking just now, I had to go to the grocery store, and I started wondering, like, when you were a kid... What was your ultimate meal? Because I went in there and started looking at stuff and thinking, well, my kids kind of like this. Or I wonder if my kid... And I always am trying something new for my kids. And I think maybe I'm doing it wrong. Because when you're a kid, maybe you just like a couple things and you want to really. Chicken lean into nuggets,
0: that. macaroni and cheese. I mean, yeah. so my favorite what are some thing. are like cliche kid things? My
3: favorite thing w- when my mom, I grew up with a single mom, and when she would leave and have to go out with friends or something. I always loved it because it meant it was fish stick and tater tot night. Mm. It was always the same thing. Fish sticks and tater tots, they were all heated together on that one big cookie sheet or whatever. Yes. And then you would get them. They were crunchy. Yeah. Dip them in ketchup. Oh, boy. Ooh, cold ketchup. And then you'd watch some kind of movie or something with a babysitter. And it was actually, these are really fond memories I have. And so I'm wondering, you know... I'm out there making posole for my kids tonight. I don't know how much they're going to enjoy that, but I thought, well, that'll be good. Yeah, you're putting a lot into it for something <laughs> that they're going to be like, eh, you could well, have thrown anything in the toaster <laughs> well, oven. it's tough because I have one child that's a vegetarian and one child uh, that will only eat, like, two things. So I always have to find my way in between those. But did you guys have favorite meals that you remembered as a kid? Mine was pretty simple and probably still one of my favorites today. The only
0: thing I can think of like I know there were different things but cheeseburger yeah. cheeseburger and french yeah. fries was was my basic favorite sort of thing because my dad loved grilling and uh, if we're getting fast food I would
3: always want a cheeseburger now oh, did yeah. you want a cheeseburger because you loved cheeseburgers or did you want a cheeseburger because it meant some kind of toy or prize and a happy meal
0: I wasn't as much into that as my little sister was. She was more the collector of the Happy Meal toys. I'm sorry, I, I just like the guy that has an entire
3: room devoted to Star Wars crap was not into collecting Legos. Stuff. It's an investment. It's not Legos. It's Lego. It doesn't matter, man. I can say what I want. I'm I'm
0: I'm partial owner of the company at this oh, point. Okay, okay. Whoa. I have such a large investment.
3: Yeah, but did you did you look forward to a cheeseburger? Yeah, absolutely. It was a big
0: thing. Yeah, and French fries. I mean, both. Like, uh, I, I feel like. Uh, I think you, I you liked- mentioned the cold ketchup and there was yeah. something I loved about dipping my fries yeah. in the cold ketchup. And I would I graduated eventually to you know those little like pepper packets? Yep. I would like to put the pepper on my
3: ketchup and then dip a fry Ooh, in that. You were Whoa. a real chef,
0: weren't you? Oof, look, muah, look at me. Cooking. What's
3: funny is I liked french fries way before I liked hamburgers. I found the hamburger to be an annoying thing that my parents would yell at me to eat. Hmm. I would be happy going to fast food and just having french fries would have made me plenty happy. What about you, Spence? Did you have a favorite
1: childhood meal? This doesn't contribute much. I was basically the same as CJ. I just love, because uh, anytime we'd have a cheeseburger or a uh, some fries, it would be Not because my family was cooking, it's because we were going to McDonald's and getting those toys and stuff, and I was into the Hot Wheels. Heck
3: yeah.
4: And
1: so I loved a little cheeseburger with a Happy Meal and the fries, Um, but aside from that, it was maybe like also what you were saying, like cheese sticks or corn dogs, some of the frozen crap you can get. Yeah, the fried stuff, or or, 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 at that point it wasn't fried, it was oven stuff, like Matt said. The, the easy so throw basically in, basically that, and it feels kind of boring, because like, we don't have <laughs> not a lot of interesting no kid I, well, food, I guess. But well,
3: kids' food is pretty boring. Yeah. that's the problem. And I think what's my brain gets messed up is I think well, my kids must be bored eating the same four meals over oh, and over dude. again. I yeah, really need a kid to spice. You like it up. that familiarity, though. I know, and I and I know that logically speaking, right. But emotionally, when I get to the grocery store, I was like, oh, here's what I'll make them tonight. They'll love this. This will be really good. It's got stuff that they like in it. Plus, I can make it a vegetarian version. I can pull this up like my son won't eat soup. Doesn't matter, it will not eat soup. But (laughs) you can pull all the stuff out of the soup and then set it on a plate. To like so all the noodles go together like and then the chicken goes together something? yeah okay and then he'll eat it but he doesn't like anything in a broth you know he's on the spectrum so he has certain things about how where everything needs to be in life right. so
0: the problem is, is you're over I do this with my fiance I'll prepare a meal it takes me an hour and a half to cook she'll be like hey will you just heat up some chicken nuggets for me right and- so now <laughs> I'm wondering yeah. how much
3: am I screwing up the first cold night dinner of the year I should probably. Run back to the store and tater tots, Yeah, tater corn dogs, yeah, cold bitch. ketchup,
0: chicken nuggets.
1: Yeah, there you go.
0: Oh, pizza.
1: Yeah, can't go wrong with pizza. See so if you can uh, get those chicken nuggets shaped like dinosaurs too. One hundred and
4: one. Alternative Austin. Now with C.J.
1: Morgan. Fast food
0: findings you might not expect from your favorite place.
4: You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You
5: have gained, I mean, 50
0: pounds of fat.
4: The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods.
1: CJ is
0: fat! Every fast food restaurant has something that they're known for, a signature meal or two. But uh, a few of them have some stuff that might not be... At top of your mind when you think about it. Uh, one of the examples I brought up yesterday was Jack in the Box and their egg rolls. Yeah. What do fast food restaurants do really well that you're not quite expected? I'll start with something Spencer and I both ate today. I treated us to some Dairy Queen. Mm-mm-mm. Yum. Thank you, by the way. Now, when you think of Dairy Queen, you think of the Hunger, the Belt Busters. Yeah, or you,
1: other delicious
0: Blizzard, the ice cream. Yum. That they still turn upside down. Yeah, uh, you also baby. think about the chicken strips, the gravy, the Texas toast, but Dairy Queen has some damn good tacos.
1: They do, man. They
0: have some good crispy tacos, the meat, the cheese, the lettuce, everything's fresh. It is delicious. You wouldn't think of that from Dairy Queen, so that's my first example, and I think,
1: Spencer, you put that down, too. I did put down tacos for Dairy Queen, and it goes without saying, of course, the Jack in the Box tacos as well. Not quite the same league. They're definitely <laughs> they're not late Not as crispy night. as Dairy Queen tacos. Sure. Um, but they're still so good on a different level. And they're better than they should be. And why are they even there, Jack in the Box? That's what I'm confused about. I don't I. know,
0: but they work. So Dairy yeah. Queen, Jack in the Box do tacos really well. Taco Bell, known for tacos. Yeah. Spencer, what do you think they do that is unexpected <laughs> very, very well?
1: Well, they've got those Cinnabon bites. <laughs> ah! <laughs> now, that's not real. Really, Taco Bell, I guess. That's like saying the Doritos Locos tacos are great because of Taco Bell. No, it's Doritos. This is obviously Cinnabon, but why are they at Taco Bell? Dude, and I'm I, all right with that. I'll pop them in my mouth. For yeah.
0: I'll even, uh, I'll even go one higher and just say Taco Bell surprisingly does do desserts really well. There's yeah. cinnamon twists. Uh, I think that's still on the menu. I don't yeah. know. But they also have those little uh, balls. Uh, hey, with cinnamon and sugar on the outside, yeah. and like the the delicious
1: kind of cream, cream. cheese on the inside. What mm-hmm. were those called? The Cinnabon bites or Cinnabites or something C- like it, that. Okay, not like the Hellraiser people, right? Xenobites. Cinnamon bites. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't do enough research for this, but you know what I'm talking about. Those little those little round almost look like the size of donut holes, but they're not. They're yeah. filled with creamy goodness. And
0: for a good while, uh, Sonic, obviously known for uh, having delicious drinks. Hell yeah. Uh, Taco Bell kind of was in that market of having a bunch of different uh, kind of Happy yeah. hour specials and drinks they've and been stuff stepping like that. It
1: up. I think their first. Uh, I was I put down here. The Baja Blast I was like that's too good. Why is yeah. it here? It's great. But they've been adding a whole bunch of like tropical freezer type things or like little uh, slushy type drinks that I've not really tried a lot of, but apparently they're good because they've stuck around for such a long time. So uh,
0: we mentioned Sonic just now, and I've said sure. obviously drinks, desserts, and hamburgers. And mm. this is a very Sonic thing, but. It's still to me. It's not at the forefront when you think if I'm going to Sonic to get food. Sure, Sonic's corn dogs seem to be fried well. They taste good. They don't taste as rough as some fast food corn dogs do. So when I go to Sonic, that's where I get my uh, corn dog or uh, chili cheese tots. Now speaking, I
1: can't think of another place where you can get a corn dog. Actually, well, that's a fast food joint. You know what? I can't either. Yeah. Maybe uh, Wienerschnitzel. Schnitzel. But
0: speaking of chili on tater tots, Spencer, what's a fast food place where unexpected
1: on the menu they actually have delicious chili? Might be perfect for today. That would be Wendy's. Yes. Now it's not my favorite chili. It's obviously a lot of people fast food chili. They're gonna hate on this chili. One, it's got beans in it. Two, it's a little on the sweet side to get you know appeal to as many people as possible. But man, if you're feeling like a warm sort of soup type on your way home. Yeah. At lunch.
0: Get yeah. you a chili. Wendy's chili's pretty good. And you also mentioned off air
1: their baked potatoes. I've never had a, chili, uh, sorry, <laughs> yeah. a Wendy's baked potato, but now, I, think, I didn't even think of that. I, I'm, I can't remember. Now, I know they were trying to take some things off the menu. I'm sure hoping the baked potato is still there. That might be one of the things they axed. But you used to be able to go in and get like a fully loaded or just like a plain baked potato and dress it up however you wanted, and they weren't bad. Nice. Surprising. It's a weird thing to offer, but they were good.
0: I've got two more places uh, I'm going to list McDonald's and Whataburger. McDonald's, probably the biggest chain in the world, known for the Big Mac, the McNuggets, the Happy Meals, many, many things, even the fillet of fish. But uh, McDonald's is my favorite place to get a soda, a Coca Cola, Dr. Pepper, whatever it may be. McDonald's seems to have the crisp I I don't know how to explain it, but their Cokes taste fresher, crisper, and Mm -hmm. better. Maybe it's some kind of chemical they put in the ice so it doesn't water it down. Perhaps they clean their lines, have fresher carbonation. I don't know, but a McDonald's Coke, uh, I put it far above any other
1: fast food soda. Okay, that's fair. Maybe they got tighter standards for how to mix all this stuff together in the machines. I wanted to give McDonald's an honorable mention as well for their salad. Okay. You don't normally think of that stuff. And fast food for a long time never had salad. I think McDonald's was one of the first places to start introducing a salad and across you the board. Healthy. It's, uh, look, I don't say I like it, and I'm not saying I get it, but that's just this part of the topic. And I thought a salad at a McDonald's was like, okay, sure. My last one, of course, Whataburger on the list. Uh, Whataburgers, oh.
0: delicious. I love them. Fries good, dip them in that spicy ketchup, but their chicken actually kicks. Yeah. And here's why, and I'm going to specify like chicken sandwiches, they're they're actual chicken strips. Whataburger does their stuff fresher than most places, and I think if you're in a rush somewhere, and you order chicken, it's going to be fresher because they're deep frying it. they got to make it go. But uh, Whataburger seems to make all their chicken stuff fresh. It takes longer, but it always comes out hot and doesn't taste like it's sitting under a heat lamp. And I don't expect that of a Whataburger. I expect good burgers,
1: but their chicken uh, slaps. Yeah. I wanted to give a few more honorable mentions for the desserts as well. At Jack in the Box, you can get a cheesecake... And those mini churros slap. They're so much better than you expect. They're so good.
0: God damn it, why do we have to stay at work? (laughs) Welcome to your Friday... I was about to say morning sports bet because it's all dreary and creepy outside. But it's not morning, it is afternoon. It is time for a sports bet. And uh, the people have spoken, Matt. No more commentary in detail about... Things happening. I was told to leave that on my other show. That's actual half-ass sports. Not to I don't even know. Because oh, I
3: teased you last week because you got into you got into the
0: weed. That's not you know your mean. fault. You tease me, and that's absolutely what you're supposed to do. Yeah. However, I did get talk too much sports. So no more talking, more betting. And you know what else there you is back By popular demand? Uh-oh. Some uh, GD punishment Plinko. The Good. people have spoken and they said we want CJ sucking some baloney out of some lukewarm water. Yes. It is
3: funny how the uh, the torture really went away when CJ started losing week after week did you notice that I did notice that yeah I noticed it too the
0: tortures went away because y'all weren't helping me come up with any because I had to put them together I had to get the baloney from the store I had to do all the work and I was just like these are boring
3: I'm sorry that we're not doing more to help on the Spencer Williams and Matt Bearden show okay
0: sorry that you can't somewhat contribute I mean y'all get the bonus just the same as I do if we do good and we're not because no more punishment I guess Uh, also I I love that the same person Giving the feedback about the punishment thing Was the one that was like listen guys guys I get it uh, we used to call him Tom Slick And that was his saying of whenever he Wanted to convince you that something You really like is something he doesn't It's like oh guys yeah yeah I get it I get it but I just, the baloney thing, the hot dog thing, when those were our two favorite punishments for Haka hot dog and Bumman for baloney. because
1: we got to eat the food afterward. I exactly.
0: It's sort of, hey, I have a feeling
3: he's going to say this right section right here is too much Listen, talking.
0: guys, guys, I
1: get it, but get now to the bets. Dif- we're in different weeds right now. Let's get out.
0: Now to the bets. Uh, we're going to do, not the money line, but uh, we're going to do the, uh, the spread, I guess is what they call it, uh, for several sporting events. Starting with the big one this weekend, undefeated TCU, number four in the college football playoffs, taking on the Texas Longhorns. Longhorns favored by seven and a half at home. Oh, wait. wait. The yeah, – I, Dude, I kid you not. It makes no sense. I do not get these odds. Uh, Texas favored seven and a half at home. TCU a uh, 4-0 when they've been down and uh, coming back in the second half. Texas not so good in the second half. Do you take TCU – Or Texas. And again, it's uh, uh, Texas is... So TCU and 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 7.5
3: over Texas. I am going to take... And I'm going to explain why. I'm going to take TCU. I would, too. That's why I'm mad I wrote this bet down. Here's why I'm taking that. Because if Texas does lose, which I think they may, I'll at least have this victory to feel okay about. And then I don't mind losing a week of sports bet... If Texas gets the game. So this is just double bad for me. The correct. Cool, cool. Uh, Texas State
0: Bobcats taking on South Alabama. Uh, Texas State, a 16 and a half point underdog. Do you take the Bobcats and 16 and a half points or South Alabama? Uh, to be fair, I do not know where this game is being played and I'm not sure of the red. Why are you. No, no, there's no looking up. What do you mean there's no, there's looking, no up. looking up? There's no looking up. You you can't look it up. That doesn't even make
3: sense. When did we ever start the rule of we can't know if it's a home game or not? Okay. It's at South Alabama. I say South Alabama wins it. You say South Alabama covers. Yeah. Otherwise, that point spread is so huge that if you're a visiting team, it's kind of hard to do. Uh, One of the ones I wanted to bring into (laughs) it, uh,
0: I think it's Ohio State's playing Illinois and they're a 40-point favorite? Damn. That's insane. Uh, Anyhow. Back to football, this time in the NFL. Uh, A little bit Matt-centric here. Dallas Cowboys, a 4.5 favorite at
3: Green Bay. Green Bay is going to take it. Uh, And I'll tell you why. Green Bay plus 4.5. Green Bay plus 4.5, plus it's supposed to be like 10 degrees. Always advantage. advantage. Uh, Dallas
0: Mavericks, the line is even uh, at the Portland Trailblazers.
3: Let's go Mavericks.
0: And last but not least, again, Matt Centred, Central, Centred-ish. What are you saying right now? Is that Uh, English? Miliwake, which is Algonquin for the good land. I was speaking that language. Uh, Spurs minus two
3: at Milwaukee. Actually, I don't know where this is played. Sorry, I said it. I just wrote it down. I don't know. It doesn't matter. I mean, I do not want to have my tires slashed. I'll say, yay, go Spurs. Go Spurs, go. All right, there you go. Uh, Matt is currently six and one on the season. One
0: pending tiebreaker, and we'll find out on Tuesday. Who wins? I forgot my mother's birthday um, in in horrific fashion. Matt, how important—do you think birthdays are
3: important to me? Mine, specifically. Yours? Yeah. You have been lamenting, absolutely lamenting that you missed your last birthday because of COVID. And then even in that, you cried because you're like, and I had to miss all my other birthdays because COVID is destroyed. But I think they're incredibly important. Yeah, yeah. I'm a bit of a crybaby when it comes to that. My mom also,
0: surprise, surprise, is a mama boy. Take after her a little bit. She's sensitive as well. I forgot her
3: birthday. I was really... Really bummed out when In my dad defense, let me know. How many years have you even known her? I mean, she's kind of new to your life, right? She's expecting you to know stuff like her birthday. Yeah, exactly. Ugh, ugh, bitch. Ugh, exactly. It was also election
0: day. Like, mom, I got more important things to do. Like. All these exciting fake Twitter accounts making fun of Elon (laughs) Musk. Uh, Anyhow, Matt, you've been in the studio with me several times as I called my mom. So yesterday, Spencer and I came up with the great idea uh, to give her a call. So I just wanted to play it for you and get your assessment as being a parent and a son if uh, this makes up for my horrific action of, again, forgetting her birthday. Okay. Hello? Hi, Mom. Happy late birthday. Mom.
5: Hi baby, sorry, I had my volume down really low. I couldn't hardly hear you.
0: Oh, that's okay, Mom. I'm so sorry I forgot your birthday.
5: Oh, honey, that's okay.
0: All right. I just <laughs> with the election and everything and work, I just completely forgot to call you. Um so oh, my that's bad. all
5: right, sweetheart. <laughs> Thanks,
0: Mom. I know that's it's there's no excuse, but I love you and happy birthday. Turned oh, 25, 25 you turned 25 this week.
5: Sweetheart. Huh?
0: Did you turn 25 this week?
5: Well, I think I'll stay at 58.
0: Okay, okay. That's a good number.
3: Um I, yeah. did, I did send you a B-do. Can I ask you to pause this real quick? Yeah. <sighs> well, I do have a feeling in the middle of this apology that you're going to try to deez-nuts your mom. I'm, Dude, just listen to it. I'm just talking to my mom. Okay. okay. I'm not trying to... I, oh, God. I just feel like you're... I really feel like you're going to... J- okay. okay, 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 go go ahead. You're such a jerk.
5: A bee do. Yeah. What's a bee do, huh? They I'm go. Bee 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 God, oh, God. <laughs> oh well, you're missing out. I just made sweet Italian sausage quiche.
0: Oh, I did have you tried bofa?
5: What's bofa?
0: Bofa these nuts on your chin. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Oh my gosh, son! No, I'm just kidding. No,
0: really. Uh, Lisa and I have a little dinner we cook every night that comes in the mail. We we did do uh, like we like Italian, so we did Ligma.
5: I'm not even gonna. Okay, whatever. Ligma balls. Yep, I knew it was something like that.
0: I love you, mom. I really, I really am <laughs> sorry, and I'm uh, I'm sorry I didn't uh, call you on your birthday. I love you, Mommy.
5: Oh, honey, I know you do, sweetheart. And no worries. I mean, gosh, by my age, it's like uh whatever.
0: Yeah. But uh I'm gonna go and I gotta let you go. I gotta run home and uh, I'm gonna pick up a frosty for Lisa. What goddamn, what is that restaurant that has
5: frosties? Wendy's.
0: Wendy's nuts drop on your chin. How you like that?
5: Oh my son. <laughs> You little pain in the behindy.
0: I'm sorry, Mom. Uh, I'm gonna make all these jokes. I know
5: and... I fall for it every time. I know. I think after 42 years, I would learn.
0: I know. Well, our 40. I will burn all these on a CD. I will so hurt you. And then you'll see these nuts. Oh my god! So there you go. I made it up to my mom with a, a three minutes of
3: uh, of uh, harassment, these uh, nuts jokes. Do you feel proud of yourself? <laughs> yeah, man. Your mother. So- first of all, your mother sounds like she's at a central casting. You know when you know how radio shows hire actors to be their parents or whatever. Yeah, she sounds made Hi, up. Honey. She doesn't even sound like an actual. What's her mom? Your mom's name is Wilma D. Just D. Just D. Um, is it your? M- Whose mom's name is Wilma? No
0: idea. Not Betty I? Rubble. I was gonna say uh, uh, Rocco and Bam Bam's mom is named Wilma. <laughs> yeah, well, Fred and Wilma Flintstone. Will my yeah. nuts fit on your mouth, yeah! buddy? Oh! We got another new Spider-Man. And now it's time for the nerd report. I just wanted to s-
4: say that, that I'm a nerd. nerd!
0: If you haven't seen across the Spider Verse. Uh, I at first I rolled about it as like, wait, a cartoon Spider-Man. Cartoons aren't real. Oh, wow. <laughs> no, uh, it was great. It was really good. And there's yeah, even a cool. fun, a fun video game uh, that I have that I tried to figure out how to play and couldn't, so I gave up. But uh, there's what? some uh, uh, additions to uh, across the Spider Verse. Emily, can you start? by explaining what Across the Spider-Verse is. Yes,
2: so it is the sequel to Into the Spider-Verse, uh, which you explained was the animated Spider-Man that everybody went crazy for with mm. Miles Morales. I absolutely loved it. I adored it. I watched it multiple so times. Much fun. Kind oh of a God. parallel
0: universe yeah. jumping where they meet different versions of spider yes. people from different
1: dimensions, right?
2: Yeah, it's okay. all the
1: different dimensions a good of like, they Spider-Man. Had like, they had like Phil Noir like Spider-Man. Oh it was like yes, a, yeah, that yeah. One was so Good and, and they uh, had
2: Spider Pig, Spider
1: Ham, Spider Ham yeah. or
2: whatever.
4: <laughs> Cartoon's cartoon just let like,
0: you get so much more creative with this uh, stuff, and I yep, love it.
2: Spider Gwen, so so yeah, she yeah. was in it too, and so there's just like a bunch of different versions of Spider Man. Man, that uh, Miles Morales, who is a other type of Spider Man, yeah, um, gets to meet, and so you can only assume that in the sequel, of course, there's going to be different versions of Spider Man, and I believe they all have, they technically all have different. Um, Comics that go along with them. I, I'm right. not really into comics, so I don't know too much. But what I'm very excited for is they just announced a couple of days ago that Daniel Kaluuya, so who was in Nope, who yeah. was in... Um, he's so good. Oh, gosh. He's, nope. He was in oh, uh, yeah, Judas and the Black Messiah, Get yeah. Out. He, he's incredible. I love him. He is actually just announced as um, a new Spider-Man character. He's cool. going to be Spider-Punk. Whoa. Yeah,
1: looking it up, dude. So, let me show okay. you this. Let me show you this photo <laughs> of
2: Spider Punk. He looks sick as hell, man. Whoa, man. Look at him. So yeah. it's, I think from just this photo that I've seen, I believe Spider Punk has something to do with like. Ah. Well, on the poster it says, His name "Prepare is Hope. the stage for tonight's entertainment, swinging all the way from across the Spider Verse." So I guess Apparently, he's like a musician? Like in a
1: band, yeah. His name is Hobart Brown. Yeah. <laughs> I just came across the Marvel like a, huh. as a wiki for all the Spider-Mans. That's yeah, cool. but, but he yeah. looks
2: sick. And I think they also... Um, they, so, is he, that more
0: clown core or gutter punk? Uh,
2: gutter? gutter punk. Okay. I mean, there's a bunch of spikes on there. So, I'm assuming gutter. gutter. For sure. he, he's got like a spiky mohawk on his Spider Man yeah. suit, which All looks right. very cool. Um, and yeah, it looks like they're announcing a lot more stars. Haley Steinfield oh. and, uh, oh, I don't, I don't think I know who this is. Maybe you guys do. Sh- Shemleek Moore? Not sure. That sounds very familiar. Not sure. But they're also going to be in it too. I'm. Hmm. I'm excited. I really like. Um, I really like the first one. So yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. The first one. Uh, God, it was so I was, incredible. It was, I was in a period of like. Uh, I was just. I've been so worn out by all the Marvel films, still am. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm tired of seeing all this stuff. It's sort of watering down everything, and it's just
2: It was so different.
1: Well, it- yeah, I watched that, and my friend's were recommending it to me. Of course, they're big Marvel fans, so they're recommending all of them to me, so I yeah. went into Spider-Verse, being like, whatever, we're here hanging out tonight, we're going to have a fun time anyway. Mm-hmm. I loved it, though. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, this is speaking to little little kid Spencer, who first the Spider-Man's one of my favorite He's probably my favorite Marvel character. He's mine, character. too. And then yeah. Batman on the Spider other side. Spider-Man is just
2: so relatable. He's one of yeah. those characters. I, I'm not a big superhero person, but the first time that I saw Spider-Man back in the day, the original Spider-Man uh, with... Um, uh, Peter Parks. Yeah, yeah, the original Peter Parker, Peter Parker stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I loved it. He's such a relatable character. He's just a goofy kid that ends up accidentally becoming a superhero, and it he's sucks. funny. <laughs> he's funny. He's lovable. He's, well, he's got a... love for other people, but he also makes mistakes, yeah. which I think is what makes Spider-Man so... Fun and relatable and easy to watch, even if you're not that into superheroes. Yeah, it's
1: endearing. Because you know? I
2: watch things like Iron Man. I'm like, I don't care. Like, oh, who cares? Yeah. He's got this like is a a rich cool guy suit. who's got
1: everything. And yeah, like, like
2: I can't relate to we'll that. we make
1: him a quipster too. Oh, and no. of course he's the main hero.
2: Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what's cool too is is I like that all of these different Spider Men are so different. I mean they they have women yeah, Spider Man too.
0: Spider Ham, Spider Girl, Spider
2: Ham, like a little spider pig
0: and. Because when you're dealing with time travel in multiple universes, it can get annoying and
1: sticky and yeah. cliche. But uh, they did it right. And yeah. It's fun.
2: They did it right. I hope that they do it right again. Also, that soundtrack was mm, Chef's Kiss.
1: Enjoyable, man. I'm a stoked. I'm going to go rewatch
0: it now. Yeah, I'm going to go try to play the video game again and then get mad and maybe give it to Spencer for Christmas.
2: Aww. Re gifting at its finest. Yeah, he
0: has an Xbox. Never mind. Huh, I got both. <laughs> Rich nerd.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> the
0: face.
4: Wait, the mustache, the Boston, C.J. Morgan,
0: 101X. the big company Christmas party's right around the corner. Yes, we're actually having one. That's so place. incredible. <laughs> uh, we all got a plus one, and Emily, you were just discussing. This is new to you. I Why? need a plus How? one. What do you mean? Or
2: wait, do I? I can't decide. I, I've never been to a holiday party before. Because when I started working here, it was still the leftovers of COVID, which is still technically happening. But you know what I mean. Yeah. And so we didn't do anything. We never had holiday parties. We never went out and fancy
0: bef- dinners no. and raffles like we used to no, do. No,
2: we don't. We don't do any of those fun things anymore. It's all up in our in our little conference room that we sometimes get cookies or cake <sighs> day. But or now whatever. we have a yeah. proper holiday party yeah. on and a Sunday Ooh, evening at a nice place during the holidays. Ho ho ho! Joy joy joy! That's Merry right. Christmas mm-hmm. and other things. Things too, um, and the thing about holiday parties, and I've seen this on TV, I've seen this in movies. Everybody brings a plus one to the holiday party. Sure, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Yeah, sure. You're supposed to bring a plus one. So so. you're supposed to like enjoy the free wine, get a little tipsy with your coworkers, and then like you know introduce people to whatever. Um, here we are in November. I don't have a plus one. And I highly doubt that I will have a a proper plus one by the time that that comes around.
0: Um, Let me give you my opinion, and then let me tell you actually what I did. You don't need a plus one because you'll have more fun with your coworkers and friends. And as a plus one, Ugh. I don't want to meet your coworkers. I d- I don't know your inside jokes and dynamics. Yeah. So I'm like,
3: okay.
2: leave me out of it. Those right. are very fair okay. points. So this I, is, I this, think no, that's both. no, no. CJ, you're coming from a very privileged place where you get to choose if you want to be a plus one or not because you have a plus one. Well, okay. when you don't have a plus one, mm. it's not fun because sure, you're like, you know what? I'm going to show up to this event and without hang with a plus my coworkers. One. But then you're the only one no. that didn't bring no, a that's plus not true. one no not at all
1: mm, I've been to a holiday party too it, it's not hundred percent of people don't bring plus ones mm. because of I'm the one that's there without a plus one.
2: So then me and you will be there without plus (laughs) points, and everybody else will have plus points. I'm going
1: to be standing, and I don't know what I'm going to do, to be honest. I I don't know.
0: It used to bother me and make me sad because I had, uh, early on working here, I had a long-term girlfriend that worked at a news station, and she was always um, having to work. Or she would be, like, mopey and sad and not want to go. So I I did a lot of... uh, Holiday parties alone, and it bothered me, but then I enjoyed doing them as a single man because up until I had my fiance, every year, every year, for our company Christmas party, I would not bring a plus one. I would bring a plus two. I would have two ladies on my arm. Two? Every year for our company holiday parties. As a matter of fact, um, the last one I did, I rented a Lincoln Town Car... I took two ladies, both blind dates, one of them an exotic dancer. And then afterwards, no. And afterwards, we went to a strip club and the three of us made out. It was great. You're kidding. To my company party. And at one point, our HR lady was like, Hey, your date's in there with her shoes off, doing her makeup and like just talking really like kind of crazy stuff. And I was like, Yeah, yeah, that's her.
1: She's awesome.
2: Yeah. What? Dude, I would always take two dates to my company party. I really Great. thought you were going to give me some good advice this just isn't, now. This is take two. No, find no. two this, this really just, good
1: looking dudes. No. This is the bragging section
0: of the yeah. segment. This, this is bragging. bragging yeah. This is of listen, the bragging section Listen, I was very insecure and sad and lonely, and oh, I we needed know. this. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. I'm we we like, I, I want you to go find this. one beefcake hunk. Some dude that no, looks like the beefcake rock. beefcake hunks. No. I want you to find one beefcake hunk. And one slim hunk. And I want you to find one drop-dead gorgeous bisexual young oh, lady. Oh,
2: hell yeah. Um, Let's do it. And
0: I want, I want you to take two dates. I want you to show off your dates and yeah. dress fine as wine. What about okay. me? What should I do? Just hang out with Chewie. Oh, yeah. Was, oh, okay. no. Yeah, yeah I mean, there you I mean, I, I
2: like Chewy, too. No, do, I, love, I loved
0: making a spectacle out of, like, what's CJ going to do next for all of my yeah. holiday parties. Are you trying
2: to pass that, that torch down to me now yeah, to make dude. me do it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. Well, see, because my question was going to be, if I just bring a friend to the holiday party, will people raise their eyes? Eyebrows? No, no.
0: No, no. no. Uh, no. A lot of people bring friends and stuff like that, and I would say... If it's someone that wants to go eat free food and drink, and, and you're cool, like meeting your work friends and everyone can yeah. hang out and mesh well, yes. But to my other point before, I bragged about how awesome I was having two girls at one time. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Everyone's just shaking their head, like, all right, man. Yes, yeah. it, right. Was,
0: it was purposely pathetic and aggrandized. Like, it was both. I admit that. I was both extremes. This was, A, very sad, but B, every dude with his wife for the last 15 years was looking at me with two drop-dead, very young strippers in... These insane dresses they shouldn't have been wearing. And also the year <laughs> I did that, we we were with uh, we used to own Texas Monthly, which is a very prestigious yeah. magazine. Yeah. It was also the Texas Monthly people were there, They're like all professional writers, and I was just like, Woo!
1: It's like oh, the scene so in strippers. Batman
0: where Bruce Wayne gets in the fountain with the two dates uh-huh. and like that he yeah. yeah.
1: Except he has money and prestige and,
0: and I dignity. don't. I had a nice <laughs> JC suit. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyhow,
1: that's my
0: style. <laughs> uh, these things can suck for someone who's a... Th- because no matter what, you'll be a third wheel in a way. I know. Um, uh, they will, not you. Oh, they will oh. because they don't... Again, they don't know the diner. They don't know your coworkers. They don't know blah, 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 blah. Um, so... You should feel comfortable enough Going on your own because you have enough Friends
2: oh no because I've been Doing this for years going on my On my own
0: but don't uh, Don't force it because I can be awkward Yeah if you bring like a new date or Yeah, Yeah yeah
2: how how early In the dating phase is it Okay, to finally bring them somebody Ooh, to a, okay. a couple party. of months, dude. Look, you couple got of months. Months? Yeah.
0: Christmas party's pretty, well, pretty then I'm serious. Out. I
2: can't, I won't have a real date if also, you're telling me that. A friend, though, you,
0: you don't want to, you don't want to look like uh, a failure. What happened to that guy from the Christmas party? Oh, Aww,
2: are you saying that my love life is a failure now? No, too? I'll get you
0: a stripper, we'll be great. <laughs> that man has died. And no, not at the hand of Bane's, not in the comic books, but the uh, iconic voice of Batman, Kevin Conroy, has uh, passed away today. And Spencer, you are uh, you're a bit shaken up over this one.
1: Uh, man, not currently, but earlier when I found the news out, and then I went and tried to produce something, which we'll show in a bit. I started getting a little, uh, not quite teary-eyed, well, a little teary-eyed and wistful, I guess, is the the term, just this sort of vague like sadness because. Uh, if you grew up in the 90s like we did, um, this is the dude that was the Batman. He was in yeah. the Batman animated series. Uh, he was in the Justice League. He was in Batman Beyond. He was in a whole bunch of Batman He was the cartoon. voice of
0: Batman for decades. He's the voice
1: of Batman in the most recent uh, Arkham Asylum, like all the Arkham games that have come out. He's just been Batman for so long. That it felt like he was going to probably be Batman forever type thing. And then when it's gone, it's like, oh, man, that's And so, yeah, realizing that and then thinking back on stuff that I'd sort of forgotten about myself and how much I looked up to Batman as this archetype of a character, someone who goes out of their way to sort of uh, seek justice in a world that's unkind and cruel and his parents are, you know, it's just a sad, tragic story and just... uh, Looking up to Batman as, like sort of one of my heroes growing up, and because he didn't have superpower. I mean, you right. could say
0: being super rich was that
1: superpower, but sure, his, his but intellect, his determination, his, his hard his, work, his, his, morals. his
0: physical like ability that he trained himself to do. And you mentioned that morals because being someone that's super rich in a way, he showed because of the example of his father that he had to be a guiding light and uh, and a helping. He had to use what he had for good.
1: That's correct, and uh, so. And Go ahead. I mean, I know a lot of the animation uh, animators and the writers have a lot to uh, credit for in these specific cartoons, but like, he was the person who breathed life into the character and made him sound and behave the way he is essentially. So,
0: and that that was a, a, a change for Batman. Like, I know I loved the the Tim Burton Michael Keaton Batman, sure, were incredible. The That's campier
1: what Batman, and then the uh, the, the, 19, cartoon, or the, the cartoon not the cartoon sixties Adam West Batman, yes. which is super campy.
0: But the cartoon was what I would watch when uh, we got home, and I mentioned this earlier that... Uh I feel like everyone remembers like little boys like me and you remember the X-Men show and that's what people kind of talk about but my thing was the Batman because it, it was a cartoon for kids but dude it it had that noir feel to
1: it it was dark it was stylish it was it was scary it was good like
0: it was very good it was good. extremely
1: well acted so many other great voice actors including Mark Hamill himself who was also considered a counterpart that. He's the voice of the Joker. Anytime you hear the Joker, for the most part, in all types of media like that, I, I didn't know because I was going to say the Joker was iconic in the yeah, cartoon as well. Absolutely, um, and that was and, Mark Hamill's creation. And didn't
0: the cartoon kind of put Harley Quinn into the like, ah, sugar? Yeah, like and that's what made like Harley Quinn the into the the spotlight right cuz i don't think uh, she was a huge part of the comic books or anything no, else before no 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 she
1: started in the cartoon yeah, okay. and uh, i believe it was Tara strong who's another prolific voice actress who performed her as well so there's all these great talents in this one particular show of course because the popularity branched out into much more batman you know animated stuff it's where we got cool stuff like the futuristic batman yeah. beyond where he played of course an old bruce wayne who's mentoring this young kid and it was part of my childhood, man. It really entertained yeah. me, and so you, it's a Batman,
2: shame.
0: Is he your favorite Batman? Like if, as a kid, we like I, if you got to choose a superhero, would you want to be Batman? I mean, yeah, but you couldn't because you, you're fat, man. <laughs> Taking well, a serious emotional moment and making funny. I've learned from Matt Bearden.
1: Well. well, I also grew up in a trailer house, not a mansion, so you know <laughs> I could never be Batman. Batman At uh, best, I maybe peacemaker. Yeah. No, <laughs> no, uh, no, my parents aren't racist. Okay.
0: Anyhow, uh, you put together uh, a clip yeah. of Kevin Conroy and kind of
1: set that up for us. That's a brief little interview he did. Now, this is a you can go watch the full video. I got pulled a lot of this from uh, this channel called Great Big Story on YouTube. The video is titled "Meet the Voice of Batman," and you know it's maybe a five-minute-long video. I try to chop it down to do some of the basics. It's a little bit about where he started and what he became, and has thoughts on voicing Batman and what it became to him. So, as a tribute to the uh, great and late. Kevin Conroy. Uh, rest in peace, man.
4: I'm Kevin Conroy. I've been playing the voice of Batman since 1991. Joker's opened every cell in Arkham. I was a New York theater actor. And so when my agent told me they were doing this new animated Batman show, the only thing I knew about Batman was the Adam West show. I didn't even know it had never been an animated show. I was that naive to it. And so when I was first uh, auditioning for the role, the director described it as this very dark noir character. And he- I went to exactly what I know, which is the theater. And so I used my imagination to fill that out. And for me, with my voice, try to create a dark, gritty, filthy New York street. Voicing Batman has been an extraordinary experience because it evolved to being kind of the embodiment of a cultural touchstone for a lot of people. People come up to me all the time and just want to grab me and hug me because they know me. I've shared my deepest emotional life with them through my performance and through my voice. So the advice I would give to the next person who comes along to voice Batman um, is don't, because I'm still here. No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding.
0: (laughs) Did you know? Mm. Very special Veterans Day. Did you know? And did you know, did you know only 14% of Americans knew how many branches there are in the U.S. military and what those branches are? The Army, Marine Corps, Navy, Air Force, Coast Guard, and... Air Patrol. Not the Civil Air Patrol. I was kidding. Not the National Guard, not the Secret Service. (laughs) Not the merchant marines. Peace Corps. Oh, are people p- forgetting about Space Force? Space Force! Oh, well. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of a joke, but, you know, realistically, <laughs> we someday might need some, you know, space guys. Sure. Did you know? Uh, most Americans surveyed also believe that anyone in any branch is called a soldier. Not true. Not true. Only in the Army. Uh, right. The other branches uh, refer to themselves, Marine, as the corpse. They just, Marine Corps, refer Refer to themselves as Marines, uh, the Navy, sailors, not seamen. Spencer, no, you got excited about that. Air Force airmen, Coast Guard coast guardsmen, and Space Force. Please uh, be
3: space Forcemen.
0: No, dude, uh, you think <laughs> the
3: Guardians? Are you <laughs> oh, kidding Jesus. me? Yeah,
0: someone is a Marvel oh, fan. Oh, My
3: goodness, <laughs> wow!
0: Uh, I'm trying to be because it's Veterans Day. I want to have a serious <laughs> moment, but if if this keeps being about Space Force. It's hard not to laugh at it. I mean, how big is Space Force? Do we know? It's like six people in it, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, do there's they not, even not have lot, ships? There's
1: not a lot to do right now, right? How many like,
0: guardians do we have? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that seems like the one to sign up for, though, until the aliens come. A oh, guardian in time. Uh, did you yeah. know? Uh, Speaking of Americans surveyed, most people have uh, no idea what percentage of the population has served in the U.S. military, uh, but according to the VA, about 7% of our adult population has served. And I will say, from working with the VA, uh, that's probably data from 25 years ago, very incorrect, mm. and uh, you had to file um, a petition a decade ago just to get that information out of it. Yeah, them.
3: I had heard that was around 8%. You said 7 7%, yeah. Okay. Wow. Well, um, currently. Uh. Uh, did you know? 57% of Americans uh,
0: said, you know what, I'm not sure. When asked how much of the U.S. military is actually part of the National Guard and Reservists, you know, if you sign up for the military, you do your three, four years. Oftentimes with different contracts, uh, you have a couple years where you're reservists, Reservist, where you can be called up to active duty. Um, about 33% of the overall military, about 800,000 people are uh, in the National Guard and the, uh, the Reserve. And did you know, last but not least... For more Americans not knowing about our Americanness, 7 out of 10 said they don't know how many service members leave military service and transfer into civilian life each year. The answer? You never leave. You never leave that jungle. That cold, dark, wet jungle. What jungle Char- is cold? Where Charlie's way? Yeah, they're hot. They're yeah. be you hot. Would, oh, I yeah, think yeah, if you're yeah, gonna yeah. if you're gonna improv, let me redo do grandpa, let, me do re- let me redo Grandpa Morgan and actually make it properly. Uh, I can't talk to you about Vietnam, but Japan was great. The women
3: gorgeous. Love staying over there. That's why <laughs> I kept going back to serve, as Grandma says. Yeah, my father-in-law just recently passed away, and I started going through his stuff to figure out what goes out, what stays in. And he had a stuffed way away in a bag. There was a a picture album, a photo album. And I was like, I've never seen this photo album. Uh, he was highly decorated in Vietnam. Um, and uh, I opened it up, and I was like, oh, these must be girlfriends. Um,
0: yes. yeah. yeah that gran- Grandma said
3: Grandpa wasn't a hero. He just liked them Japanese girls. Her Oof, words. Okay. Uh, yeah, well... Welcome to the modern Amer- era, Grandma. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think uh, okay. Anyway, wait, this has to do with Veterans Day. It does. My grandpa's a veteran,
0: and did you know we had a coworker who passed away a couple years ago, who I called the Hunter S. Thompson of radio. But uh, he would throw yearly parties at his house, and and featured prominently was a skull that he brought back from Vietnam didn't talk about it much other than it was a Viet Cong skull and a little while before he passed I was like well are you you know you kind of had these feelings and thoughts about this are you going to return it to Vietnam and bury it and you know this is 40 years later and he's like I'm never going back to that place ever a goddamn gin they'll see me in hell before they see me back in Vietnam so did you know
3: Thank you. Thanks for that little button there. I feel so much better. I feel uncomfortable. Hey, buddy, keep it in your pants.
0: Here we are at the time of the day where we choose, render a verdict, decide amongst ourselves as peers and humans of broadcast nature. Uh, a little higher ranking than you, Spencer. Not you specifically. We, together, are higher ranking than the average human out there. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah because we get a filter, process, and understand the true nature of human beings, which is usually crap, but only Ugh. one person gets to be today's person behaving badly. Yes. And this takes us, of course, to one of the worst places where the worst of humanity comes out in the open. Uh. Can you guess? Amarillo, <laughs> not, not, not I
1: got like, you. <laughs> That's where you're from. <laughs> Florida.
0: Uh, more specifically, the airport and airplanes oh, no. where a man uh, got himself in trouble for exposing himself. Here's what one guy on the plane who happens to be a defense attorney had to say about it.
1: If he hired me, I would say, man, you couldn't wait. Like, s- seriously.
0: Couldn't wait to pull out your wiener? Yeah, Duh. I mean, who knows? Alcohol, Xanax, whatever. He might have had to go to the bathroom really bad. I'm not sure, but it quickly spread around the plane. Here's what another passenger said. There was chatter what had happened when we were on the plane, and uh, the talk was that he had had exposed himself. Uh, And now I find out that it was a little more than that. A little more than that. uh, Spencer. What does that mean? Would you like to know what this man was doing on the plane? Uh was he yeah, yeah actually. He was know. jerking off. He was straight up uh decided to uh, uh pleasure himself on the plane. You know, for some reason saying jerking off and pleasure yourself, I was trying to be respectful and not too vulgar. Yeah. But that actually sounds worse than masturbate, right. which is more probably Just the proper the term. But term. It, it all sounds sticky to dirty, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, to me inappropriate to me. And this dude is obviously today's person behaving badly because why on a plane? Why can't you just wait or go to the bathroom? Yeah, like
1: that's what th- those lavatories up there are for.
0: Yes, and you know what? Sure, we probably. Prob-
1: <laughs>
0: I just thought of that. Yeah. That would be difficult because it, it's hard to just stand up in there. Dude, let I'm, alone. A big, I'm a
1: big guy too. I don't know if I could comfortably. You would just hear your elbow hitting. Yeah, and it's just, how could you even get any sort of arousal in a plane full of a bunch of other people with recycled air? (laughs) I'm a dude that has
0: been like, oh man, I'm so horned up right now, but I've never been so much so that I would put myself in a position of getting arrested or... Uh, anything, well, like, I, I don't know, dude. Like, you, you can't wait till you get off the plane, get in your car, or get home. I wouldn't even suggest doing it in your car. Mm. After all, we had a uh, Republican politician in Arizona who decided that he was so stressed that R- he would, do that, and happen to just be parked across Look, street from elementary it, let's school.
1: Just wait till you get home. Also, yikes! Bad, yikes. Bad, bad, bad optics on it, that one. It was also <laughs> too late to take him off the ballot,
0: so he might have won his election. Oh, I'm sure. Who knows? I'm sure. Uh, anyhow, that is today's person behaving badly. But you know, I do feel for all those of you who just are so horny, your stomach's hurt. So I want to end it with a skit, a little bit of humor, because people are so terrible and perverted. Uh, instead, we're gonna laugh at Tim Robinson's. I think you should leave on. A my favorite shows uh, this skit's called honk if you're horny and yeah you probably shouldn't have that sticker on your car anymore this is why
4: hell are you doing, man? Stop honking. But I'm horny! But, what are you talking about? I'm talking about your honking your horny bumper sticker. Can you help me out or not? How would I help you out? I don't know. Do you have a solution? Like, some magazines or a calendar or something? Why would I have that? What? I thought that you worked for, like, a service or a company that helped out guys that are so horny that their stomach hurt, because that's what I am. There's no service that does that!
0: He's already stalking you. Stock back at the CJ
3: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. Hi, meet your houseplant that is from space. <laughs> Greetings,
4: listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired.
3: Will it be weird? Will it be wired? Maybe both. Hey, Matt Beard, what's up? Uh, you know, a lot of us live in apartments, and you try to bring in some kind of life that makes your domicile feel a little more yours, right? It can get lonely in your apartment or a house, maybe your office and your cubicle, wherever it is. You want it to feel a little more alive. And a lot of us, I think, plants, plants. Cheaper than decor or furniture. And yeah, they're a living thing, so it looks nice. And it Feels also kind of keeps you on your toes. Hey, I got to work. I got to keep this thing alive. One of the great things about plants is they actually have a positive benefit. They uh, actually put out oxygen, which helps your environment to clean out some of the from the air, well, a Paris startup called Neoplants, Whoa, they want to harness basically, I guess, what you could call the natural, I guess, air filtering properties that a plant has, right? Sure. And they want to take a plant, and they decided, hey, let's make a hot rod plant. Let's make plants can filter the air. Let's
0: really bioengineer bio one that's really good at sucking in the carbon dioxide
3: and spitting out the This time O2. sucking is good. Yes. Uh mm-hmm. they've genetically engineered a plant and its whole root microbiome and the team over there at NeoPlants they've created an organism they they say is capable of doing the work of 30 plants just this one Ooh, single plant. It's called the NeoP1, which is a weird I mean, it's weird. Let's be honest. They're they're calling a plant something other than a name, but it especially if like in cities where you are going to have lots of kind of natural toxins coming in through your windows. Say you live in Austin, if you live near one of the big freeways, yeah. yeah, there's a lot more um, CO2, uh, carbon monoxide, things like that. That aren't really great for you, right? Maybe you think, well, it's part of your allergies, and it could be that you just have a lot of more of this chemicals whatever well they can clear a lot of that out of the air i it's seem too weird and spacey for you all no no i actually I love like-
1: it i'm just spacing out currently excuse me for that but man
3: he needs more a- oxygen that's so what it, it's the problem is we need to get a <laughs> neo p1 in here get it I, I love plants, and I think this is a great one
0: because it's I invested cool. recently in a lot of plants that, because I was trying to do a good thing as well, uh, plants that attract bees and butterflies. So around the right. outside of my house, you'll have a lot of bees pollinating, a lot of butterflies. Um, but instead, all these gorgeous plants I got from my fiance to do good for the earth have instead made our outdoors a miserable mosquito nightmare because <laughs> turns out they also love the moist soil right, 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 and right, uh, right.
3: the Oof. the juicy nectar. Yeah. Well, one of the advantages is like you might have say, well, I already have a, a home filter. And filters will pull in a lot of what they call those VOCs, you know what I'm talking about? They basically chemicals that aren't good for us. They pull them in into the filter and then you throw the filter away, but it's still kind of trapped inside the filter, but plants basically can metabolize a lot of those VOCs. And turns them into something that's not as harmful to us the plants aren't exactly cheap they're almost two hundred bucks for a house plant, which that's is going to die in a week <laughs> well I think that's the thing is' I, that's, well, the whole time i'm reading this i 'm like i this thing is supposed to be healthy for me, and I will kill this thing yeah. very quickly. They're thinking they can actually start to engineer some of these plants as well that can help they mean legitimately like you could make, if they can get them where they can reproduce, you could make huge fields that help reduce some of the stuff that's contributing to climate change. And so whatever. the
0: plants learn and grow and realize that humans are the main contributor well, to I climate change say, and death, uh, and they start uh, eating us. Then they I can
3: communicate it. with the AI and the robots oh, and no. also the yeah, apes, and enough. then we're really, really doomed. Anyway, I, I still think it's kind of wired.
0: Oh, the weather outside is frightful, and it is miserable. It is cold. It's rainy. It sucks. Yeah. Dude, I came to work straight from the hospital, yeah. and as you know, when you have to do hospital things, you have to get nude pretty quick to yeah. put on the little, I was about to say capes. <laughs> That's no issue
1: for you getting <laughs> nude fast, though. So. Not at all. Um, <laughs> you just rip your pants off, man.
0: I wear just those, but it's not like track pants, you no, know, the ones that get made. That are just
1: lightly threaded on the side so you can <laughs> rip, yeah. rip
0: them off. Uh, no, I came in in shorts and sandals and a t-shirt, and uh, it
1: got cold Cool, Sam, I was driving to freaking work, and I, I get in the car, it's nice out looks like there's little sprinkles coming. I'm just wearing my shorts and my t-shirt today. I'm like, cool, it's casual Friday. Get in the car, show up at work. It's like 50 degrees outside. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, so I get here, I do this, I mean, I'm, I'm doing my sports show with Jason. I have to walk out to my car after the first commercial break, and it's raining and the wind's blowing. I'm like, oh, that was that was fast. Uh, but it's, it's cold. So seriously, remember, it might get to freezing tonight, so chain your pets to your water spigots outside so they don't burst, uh-uh. right? And then Pour your plants out. I don't burn know. your plants. I've
1: never been responsible. Something I like that.
0: No, uh, I don't think it's going to get that bad. You said thirty uh, six. I looked
1: just a few minutes ago before we started this. Uh, thirty six is supposed to be the low tonight here in Austin, the general Austin yeah. area. So, may you may not need to wrap those plants up or your uh, you know your outdoor faucets or anything like that. But I just don't trust it because I want. Either I, I've restocked my plants
0: and finally got my yard to a place where it was pre freeze, death, freeze, Yeah, and everything died. I mean, we had to have trees cut down, and a lot of trees in Austin, by the way, serious note, uh, did die during the freeze, so the root system and the inside are dead, so it's hollow, and it's still green up top, but it's a risk of falling. If you have palm trees, it sucks, yeah. and I got a bunch of nice plower, <laughs> flowers and plants, flowers. Flowers, <laughs> baby. Purposely over like the summer and, and throughout, I was collecting stuff that... Attracts bees, so they pollinate and gives them happy little homes. Mm. And then also butterflies, so when my fiancee walks outside of her yard, courtyard thing in the back to let the dogs out, they're little beautiful butterflies. Just turn into your backyard
1: mm. and do a little insect orgy, huh?
0: Yeah, that's what I was hoping for, yeah. bees and butterflies. Instead, I got mosquitoes, because I guess oh, mosquitoes man. also love these flowering, smell-good <laughs> plants, and now they're just filled with them. And and, and last night, oh, I was like, man. oh, I need to take these inside uh, uh, tomorrow. And she's like, no, you're not. And I was like, well, I need to. She's like... They're filled with effing mosquitoes, and so I go outside to kind of drag one just to see, and then oh <laughs> just man, swarmed out of
1: there, dude. Ah, gross. They, they
0: yeah, they've inhabited the dirt and the plants, and it freaking sucks.
1: Yeah, because well, now
0: all my crap's gonna die. That's
1: all right. You still got that flamethrower if you want to take care of
0: those mosquitoes, Spencer. You brought up exactly what I was gonna say during the Plus last you part of this. Keep you warm too. I got my flamethrower, so Wee. we're gonna see if it gets too cold. I'm burning some stuff down. Yes, please. Hopefully now, I'm, you know, I'll still have my neighbors driving by to warn me if I
1: set something else on fire. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least just let Lisa know you're going out in the back and uh, she'll yeah. keep an eye on me. <laughs>
5: it's
3: the CJ Morgan Show. On KROX FM Pewda
0: Austin. 101 xx